You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Less for Life with James L. Mattern and Benji Suswine. people this is a little thing we call lust for life we are streaming live i am james l madden that is the ace sweet 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 a lot of sweets veggie suswine he is back from temple or the cult wherever he was at dallas not talking he's already trying to convert me converting yes for those who are new to the show welcome this is what we do stand up york labs uh me and this handsome gentleman that's right i said handsome all homo not no homo all homo because we need to stop. See, is that like derogatory? No, I mean, I thought if about you're it. You're saying it in a possible, it. positive way. Yeah, I'm saying it because I think people need to stop with all that uh, no homo nonsense. Stop saying it or stop being offended? Which is, no, they need to just stop, like, I, uh, I don't want to do bits here on the uh, program. But yes, uh, I talk about, uh, I have a lot of uh, black friends. And I came up in the black scene doing stand up. And it's very hard to uh, compliment a black man without them saying, uh, no homo. Mm. Like if you're like, hey man, nice shoes. Whoa, 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 no homo. I said nice shoes, not nice cock. So you should relax <laughs> a little and just move on with your life. <laughs> so there's more to it, but I'm not going to be a hack who does his bits on a podcast. So there you go. Um, so yeah, so I like to say all homo. Just because Good. people get so weird. Oh, no homo. Nope, all homo. All nice homo. hair, all homo. Can't you tell? I've got a broner right now looking at your hair. <laughs> I can't tell. I it's an under, well, the, under expect, the table boner. Yeah, under the table. <laughs> I did not expect to get to this point this early, but or ever, to be honest. No, this fo- show. no foreplay here. No foreplay at all. <laughs> so, um, Benji's just gotten back from Dallas, where he did not talk for ten days. We're going to yes. be discussing that. Uh, we're going to be discussing my birthday coming up. I'm getting older. How do I feel? Um, we're going to discuss for people who are watching us live. I have a horrible wound from black ice. Let me see. That's right. From black eyes? Black ice. Oh, black ice. Yes, black ice. <laughs> We're turning on the black community today. <laughs> exactly. You've had it too good. Uh, this is yeah. the Jim Crow hour. And um, <laughs> what if someone, that'd be great for some idiot just to come up. Like, do hate groups have podcasts yet? Is there a KKK podcast? Oh, Can you look that up, Andy? Probably, yeah. On yeah. the boards, Andy, a.k.a. Star. Because um, Andy is a star. It's a great song. So you got back from Dallas last yeah, night. I did not night. know you were even back yet. I was yeah. going to do this lone bone. Wow. And then I, and then woke I up came a, here, gave you your bone. Yes, well, apparently. <laughs> um, I woke up from a horrible nightmare about 8, checked my phone. You were like, hey, man. And like, you're early. I mean, you must be happy to do anything now. I know it was a great experience, but you must be. Dumbed. You mean like itching for it? To do anything. Like, oh, wake up at 7 and do 37 well, push-ups in the cold? Cool. I did work out this morning outdoors naked. But I also uh, I was waking up 5.30 for the past 10 days. Wow. So I'm kind of. So just, you slept in to what today? 7? Till 7? 8. Eight, eight on the nose, and then you text me about set, the show. I set my alarm for nine, and then was up at eight, and then I was like, "Okay, let's start going through my day, figuring out what's up." Well, that's great. And so, yeah. explain to people what you went through, my friend. So it was a ten-day med- silent meditation course. Course is really what it is. So it's pretty popular. These things are actually blown up. Is called- it redundant to say silent med- meditation? Is there loud meditation where people just sitting there going, <laughs> "I hope I find the answers"? Well, there's chanting. 
There's oh, a lot of shit. chanting meditation type stuff, but silent meaning even when you're not meditating, you you don't talk. That's so, so you're eating in silence. It's that po- took a lot of getting used to. Personally, I didn't mind not talking, but so eating in silence, so you can't be like. No, no, no. You can you make noises, but you're sitting across from someone, not you making eye contact, not doing anything, for ten days. The, for that first meal where everyone just gets their food and sitting there, and you're like, I'm not talking. You can't read anything either. You can't bring anything with you. You, you give can't them, read for ten days. No reading. You give them your phone. You can't write. No music. They to ask you not even to whistle. Nothing that could distract people, as if you are completely by yourself and try to make that experience for everyone. It's kind of what you're doing. Wow. Yeah. Accommodations were amazing. Okay, so explain the accommodations. You so there- I was expecting just like a big room with straw mats and flies and everyone's on top of each other and just eating rice cakes the whole time. And I thought of like bunk, bunk beds in that. They, yeah, or something like that. Everyone gets their own room, bathroom, shower, your own you nice know, country. carpeted, tiled, amazing accommodations. The meditation hall is beautiful. The whole pagoda, which has your own, you get your own little like silent jail cell to meditate in that's pitch black. Mm. Um, the food was amazing. Best vegetarian food I've ever had. They had everything, salads and toasts and, you know, rice with soups and chilies. Let, and, me, let yeah. me ask you this. So it's in Dallas. You fly into It's the- outside. It's a place called Kaufman. But you go to Dallas-Fort Worth Airport, yeah. right? Yeah. Now you know you're about to do this and eat vegetarian. Mm. I know you want to get better. I know you're telling me you're, you're eating healthy now as you're back. You don't want to eat like garbage. But my question <laughs> to six you hours. is, you get to the airport, your last meal, do you go to the Dickies and get some barbecue? Do you treat yourself? Uh, I didn't. I did have, I had like a chicken avocado uh, wrap. Man, I would have went full on, give me some rabs. I'd get some cornbread. I would have went to town, mac and cheese. So I would have walked in gassy. I would have <laughs> given them the business. <laughs> You know, picking it out of your teeth the whole time. Oh, bro. But a part of you, I think that that will make it harder. You know, I was even thinking the night before, go out crazy, get wasted, you know, do everything. You wouldn't have wanted all those toxins in you, though. Yeah, then you show up, you're you're hungover, your mind's not clear. I feel like if you're doing it, you gotta gotta do it right, you know? So, all right, and then you, you, when do you land? What time? Uh, Land around noon, there's a shuttle. Picks you from from the place. It picks you up, brings you there. You get your room at around six o'clock that first day. They have their orientation. They they go through kind of the basic rules. And they yap. They talk. They're, right now, yeah. the the silence hasn't started yet. No. So you can still talk to each other. And then that first time they announce, okay, starting now is the the noble silence is what they call it. Um, noble. Noble silence. So you were allowed to talk if it was to a teacher if you had a question about meditation on that day. Throughout the whole thing. The whole thing you could. Only to the teacher. So, I mean, the teacher, it's like a two-second thing. What do I do if uh, I get a headache and my da-da-da, and they tell you, and then that's it. So you're really not talking. But if you need to talk about anything, uh, I ran out of toilet paper in my apartment, in my room. Can I get it? Does this screw up? Now, the teachers, they're trying to be silent, too? Mm-hmm. Well, they're talking throughout. Um, they can talk they, throughout. They, yeah, they do. Okay. About guidance. So you're not screwing them up by going, my mouth itches. What's going on? Maybe no. I'm allergic to no. the tofu. No. They don't to- get mad at you for asking them that. So there's like a like a personal teacher that deals with like your everyday stuff, and then there's like the meditation teachers. And meditation teachers are only talking about meditation. When you're sitting there not thinking of anything, you should be not thinking of anything. Right. I could teach that. No, it's not. I what love it is. you. There's I don't want to piss on the parade, but I'm being real right now. Do I have to teach? No, you have a lot of interesting questions that you know. 
So a big problem for me. So I, I got to describe a technique. Please. So the schedule is, okay, before this, the silence started, I'm talking to a guy who's done this a couple of times, and I'm like, 4 a.m. wake up, that's pretty crazy. And he's like, no one does the 4 a.m. wake up. <laughs> but I love like, no, he's like, forget no. about a kid. He sounds like, like this old-time seven-year-old. Yeah, no, he was, uh, he was like, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe in his late 20s, but he's done this like five or six times already. He's like, yeah, people meditate in the room, but you're slow to wake up. But So the you're, you're up by, by six, definitely. So I did 5.30. Um, and then it's just eight to nine. You're with everyone in the main hall meditating nine to 11. You could either go back to your room and meditate, stay in the hall. Then there's a lunch break. And then it's back to your, either your room meditating back to the hall, back to your room break, back to the hall. And then every night they have a video presentation where the guy who kind of spread this and started these courses, um, walks you through kind of the theory and the technique and a little bit of the Buddhism behind it. Um, and then you meditate again, and then you go to bed. And then it's 9 o'clock, and you go to bed. Wow. First three days, the whole entire time is just your breath. That's all you're doing the entire it's time. It's working on how to breathe. Just being aware of it. You don't, you don't change anything. What are you being aware of? The tip of your nose, the, of your nostrils right outside. Just the feeling of air coming in and coming out. Don't control it. The natural breath process of just the uh, being aware of this moment right now on the tip of my nose. Right now, I can barely breathe because it's one degree outside. <laughs> yeah, negative seven over here. It's crazy. So that was wrong. Me actually breathing. I would. You make, did. So they I say if you <laughs> exactly they smack you. Come here. Um, That's not very peaceful meditation. No, they don't smack you ever. There's no specifically no physical contact. I need to take over this thing. No. I think I could fix it. There's nothing that would need fixing. There are 300 of these places. They're so they 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 pack out. There were 70 people. It's the middle of February. It's not a vacation time. This place was packed. I tried going to the one in Delaware. There's a one up in Massachusetts. Closed. I couldn't even get into any of the courses for another month. You know these why you could get it in Dallas? Out. Because there's not that many hippies in goddamn Texas. Let's yeah, be there real were, about that. There that's, were. I tell you what, more than I expected. Lot, not on lot. that side. In Austin, if there's one in Austin, you that place is booked for seven years in advance. So, so I would seven say seven years in advance. It's like, no, nope, we got two people here, partner. I would say that there was about seventy-five people there. Probably, I mean, men and women together. Probably, even split between like people my age. Yes, doing it, and a lot of hippies there. A lot of ponytails. A lot of afterwards, you're talking to them. It's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm an artist, and I got a band, and I do this whenever I can. And one guy, one guy works out in the offshore drilling. Oil stuff, and he comes in for, to do this whenever he can. Find some peace before he exactly he before that. he no, destroys so. the environment. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, let's work on that. <laughs> um, and then day four, you learn the real part of the technique, which is you is you just go body part to body part throughout the entire body, feeling kind of what you were doing on the tip of your nose of just the honest, objective reality of what you're feeling there, scanning the entire body. What does my elbow feel? right now what does my forearm feel right now what does my wrist feel and you just go through the entire body and the whole kind of philosophy behind it is nothing is permanent in life everything is in constant flux and change and we want to become aware and not averse to the to the feelings we have and not craving the feelings we have you don't want to crave the good things you don't want aversion to the bad things so in the position your knee hurts so you go okay I'm feeling the pain when I get to my knee. I go, wow, there's a lot of pain right here. It's not going to last forever. I'll be fine. 
it'll pass. This is a constant change and you just continue moving on. And sometimes you get a good feeling. So you get these like your body starts heating up and you get like a tingling kind of electric feeling throughout and you go, oh, this is good. I'm going to stay right in. You know, I got it a lot in my left hand. My whole left arm would kind of go almost like it's going numb, but you feel it. It was warm. It was feeling? sensational. It felt so good. Well, at that point, nothing for nothing. You're not getting any music, HBO. <laughs> That's the... So, oh my God, I feel like I have paralysis on my elbow. That's no, it was exciting. a good, it was like an electric vibration type of feeling. So I, you almost want to be like, you know, I'm not going to scan the rest of my body. I'm going to just focus on this feeling. No, 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 you don't. Because then you have craving and attachment towards it. Do you ever go crazy in the first day or two? Are you going to uh, climb the walls? You think you're like, this is the, so hard. Maybe I'll, you know, run away, spend a week in Dallas. It looked insur- so at one point but it know, feels insurmountable. Oh yeah, it's torturous at times, oh. and you feel like because the, the, you're never doing it for more than an hour, sitting, uh, just sitting there. But it feels you, you, in your mind, you're convinced. You're like, they tricked me. This one's a, a two-hour one for sure. At what point does this start happening? I don't know if you know what this song is. I don't. This is a little song called "Enjoy the Silence." When do you enjoy? That's right. I've been setting up this gag for seven minutes. For those of you who've been watching, (laughs) I was in my black mirror finding this song. When does it... I I like silence. I enjoy being inside my own head. My problem was sitting there in silence. My brain is like, let's let's go places. Let's come up with stuff. Let's be goofy. Let's do whatever. And you have to like just continue bringing it back to your breath the whole time. But uh, speaking what you said about the entertainment. Yes. Okay, so you're allowed to walk around. They should around. at least play this song on speaker no, the whole no, time. 24 no, no sugs. <laughs> no club, it's just enjoy the song. You go crazy. You would be punching each other if it was one song playing for 24 on, re- on repeat. And no aversion to is it, to, towards it. This is my reality right now. All right, go on. What, so I was going to say, uh, you were saying there's no entertainment there. So there are little rest periods and people doing walks. And you don't talk to you pass people on the trail. You just kind of keep your head down. There was a time... Three squirrels were running around going crazy. I think it was like mating season or whatever. Outside. Outside. There were five adults who spent 45 minutes laughing and and just in complete awe of these squirrels. And I remember having that moment where I go, at any other time in my life where we just going to have adults just watching squirrels for 45 minutes, it was mesmerized. We couldn't take our eyes off it. And we're gasping and we're laughing. We were next to a cattle ranch. When the cows would come close to the fence, it was like a thing. People would like come. And you just watch them. Well, that is, just so you know, everyone was doing that because that was one of the main acts at the Grammys. They just had a bunch of squirrels. A bunch of squirrels? You were probably watching that as we were watching Kanye interrupt Beck. Which is about the same thing. Just a bunch of Did squirrels. that happen? So that's another thing. You're you like, don't know anything that's I don't know. I'm, I got 10 days of blackout in my life. Well, SNL had its 40th anniversary. Yeah, I heard and in that. the middle of it, NBC canceled it. Really? The show. What? No, not really. I just wanted to see if you believe it. Like, I, I could just make up things. You can right make now. up things right now. Like, Obama what? stepped down and then stepped back in and then stepped back down. And the new president now is Chelsea Clinton. And she's not even 35. Ooh. Big deal. <laughs> Changing the rules. Everything's been changed. That was my brother picked me up from the airport, and I was like, did I miss anything big? What happened with ISIS? What happened in Ukraine? What ISIS happened is, ISIS Ebola? But ISIS, I just was reading this morning. They're, uh, yeah, still... they're not friendly human beings. <laughs> yeah. Got to okay. meditate is what they need. Yeah. Uh, as much as I'm giving you the business playfully about this, um, if anyone needs to go to Dallas and not talk for a while... It's ISIS. Yeah. Well, they, they can go anywhere. There are places in the Middle East. Nope. I want them in Texas because then I also want yeah, them to Yeah, because you want them surrounded by guns. Every redneck. <laughs> every redneck. Just go. You better come out there, peaceful boy. Right. 
Like, I, so that's a big. It's funny. I, so I, my brother picked me up. I went back to my parents. Then my whole family was there telling them about it. And they're a big, you know, Buddhist philosophy is you know peace and harmony and loving towards. And everyone. your family's Buddhist now? No, but, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. They're still Jews. But the, what was it called? Uh, Jubu. Jubu. That's a big trend. Jewish Buddhists. I could see that. I, I would. I would Jubu. have. I have one foot in there as well. Not, I, know a I don't Cebu. believe a Cebu, a, a Christian, Christian Buddhist. Buddhist, a Cebu. He loves Jesus, talks about him all the time. Well, Buddhism is not a religion. Nervous, pulls out toy toy Buddhas and hands them to you. Swear to God. It's it's not a religion. It's it's kind of a psychology philosophy. Buddhism. Buddhism. No, this is a religion. I have a roommate who's a Buddhist. No, but it's not. It's you wouldn't classify. You would the same way like poker is a sport. Wait a minute. You're this. You <clears throat> cannot make this kind of. You can't say that Buddhism is a religion it's like not, poker is a sport. No, my point. I need is, a ruling on that, boys. Survey says. Let me explain and defend it. How about that? I'm gonna okay. So what is Buddhism? Doesn't you're, there's no scripture, there's no supernatural. There, you're not praying towards anyone. The whole philosophy is your own suffering comes from you. Take control of your own mind. Get a perspective, an objective perspective on life, and uh, it's on you to be the person that you want to be. It's not nothing about supernatural and nothing about it's. It's that's why I'm saying it's more of a philosophy. I would say it falls in the philosophies or like a. Maybe if you want to say like metaphysics or something like that, but it, I wouldn't classify it in the religion. Just that semantically, There's little temples. You give You give it offering. No, you don't. Yes, that's depends not real on the part Buddhism. of Buddhism. That's not real Buddhism. You don't pray to Buddha. Real Buddhism. I, my friend Grant, our friend of the show, Grant Gordon, is a practicing Buddhist. I've been he there. Does, he's he sacrificing. Put, he's he's been, put Captain Crutch on the spoon for Buddha. Yes. I don't even know what that's definitely you not. Get, you give an offering. I swear to God. To who? To Buddha. Buddha's just a person who teaches you. You're not. You're not praying to him. We'll get him in here. Can we get him on Facetime? This yeah, I, I would say it's more of a, like a psychology philosophy than than religion. People from all religions practice it. That's why, like you're saying, you have Jewish Buddhists, you have Hindu Buddhists, you have Christian Buddhists, because it's just, oh, I need to look inward and get a perspective of my life and realize my miseries come from within and I can change. It's more like therapy. Yes, but no, but it's still religion technically. Why? Because just like there are Jews who convert to Christianity, Christians who But uh, they don't convert. Cons- they consider themselves Jewish then. There are people who consider themselves Christian and- They call themselves they- Jubus because they're Jewish, they're brought up in the culture and they right. still have so a Jews lot a little of different. Jewish uh, traits but are now practicing Buddhists. I don't know. Oh, what do you know about that? I think I got you. If we were fencing right there, I got a little bit of the rib. I, I would say Jewish is not is more than a religion as well. It's a yes, culture, it and it's a you know you know genetic. My genetic test came yes. back, you know, Jew. Well, please explain that to people who my genetic um, test. People love to go. You're not Jewish. The Jews, Jewish is a religion. It's not a race. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because. It's, well, it's also it's it, it's more also like you know a lot of years of kind of inbreeding, <laughs> so you can so you could be like oh you carry the genes of the people who have been have been in the seclusion and not marrying out. But for I've a always while. always said no one's ever gone up to someone and go man are you Baptist? How did you tell right. your chin? Right, exactly. Like you can't like like people That's stop you on I'm, the street to go are you brother are you Jewish? So uh, a funny thing is you spend ten days with these people and you don't talk to anyone until the tenth day, but. 
You're eating with them in the meditation hall. I know the way the grumble of everyone's stomach, what your fart smells like, how you eat, what you like, the way you walk. And then you go up to them. You're like, I feel like I know everything about you. I know nothing about you. Tell me. What's your name? Where are you from? So it's a very interesting perspective. Yeah, the the last day. So the 10th day, they lift the noble silence uh, at like noon. Um, So that's when you start talking again to know. So you have like a full day with everyone where you can talk. And, and that was interesting. And of course, in my mind, I'm like, that guy's a Jew. That guy's a da da da. And you try to go to be like, see if it was right. Of see the 80 you... people there, do you get numbers, emails, and all that? You exchange how many? People yeah, are you, you do. Keep in touch with. Ah, uh, we'll see. I'd... There are a couple New Yorkers that were there that you know you're that would like to meditate together here. They want to set stuff up. So maybe I'll I'll keep in touch with the locals. That would be nice. There's a there's a a meditation hall that's opened up in Manhattan. Get out of here. Yeah, we got to check it out. Although it's probably, I don't know, there's, you really, it, the good thing is to go out in the middle of nowhere. It was good when you go outside, all you hear birds chirping and squirrels, you know, farting and whatever, so. Squirrels fart these days, huh? They do. Whew. Are you Who serious? <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh. You, <laughs> you heard their, they, they communicate with like a, like their whole body shakes, like da 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 it was real. You yeah, notice every like little thing. That's okay, R2. You, s- <laughs> you start picking up. Time is just different there because you have nothing but really what's in front of you right now. So you start noticing. You're like, wow, I never noticed how the green of that tree compared to the blue of the sky behind it. Like, that looks amazing right there. How did you sleep every night? Well, uh, every night, craziest dreams I've ever had. Like what? what? Can you remember anything? Uh, not not really like a full dream, but I, I always noticed it was like a lot of different parts of my life coming together into one dream. So I'd be like, I would be in the place I grew up with my, you know, college baseball coach, and this comedian was there, and this person from The Wire, and then oh, the my wire. teacher from here, and it was just like a lot of, it was like everything you ever experienced in my life just would come together in these very weird you know, weird dreams. That that's what I woke up and I was like, ah, those people never. That was that was my childhood to college to camp to this to comedians. Why were they all in the same place? That was weird. I I, I don't know why why that was happening. I don't no answer for it. But also had trouble sleeping because your mind's racing at night. Because you want something and you want to let stuff out. You want to let stuff out and also you spent your whole day trying to stop your mind from racing. Every time it wanders, you just bring it back, bring it back. Bring and then it right back. then, it's like, nope. And then at night, but the truth is, they even say at night, you shouldn't really let it just go just because the next day it starts racing, you know, again, when you're trying not, when you're trying to meditate. So if you can at night, focus on a sound. Oh, coyotes at night. That was fucking cool. You enjoy you, the coyotes. You just, you're in your bed and all you hear is, oh, just nonstop well, all night. That becomes a night. hit single at that point. <laughs> you kidding me? That becomes. That becomes Drunken Love by Beyonce at that point. Oh, did you hear that one? That's an alto. A lot of cool. Use, uh, Arma- That's a bass coyote. <laughs> they sound like hyenas. They were, like, laughing. They were, ay, ay, ay. Well, they're laughing at you they're- guys not being able to talk. They're judgmental. Well, I don't think you know that about them. Those bastards, they're judgmental. And rabbits, skunks, armadillos. Oh, I'd love to F with an armadillo. They don't move when they when you approach them. They do the, like... That you know, in, in Jurassic Park, you're like, the T Rex can't see movement. Can they whip your ass, armadillos? They're small. No, they, they're that small. tail doesn't do anything, doesn't have electrons. No, doesn't shoot like lasers. <laughs> you're thinking of Austin Powers. <laughs> I get confused. All right, we got to wrap it up here in a sec. Well, we got to talk about your birthday. 
I'm going to turn 37. That's the big deal. I probably will talk all day. Probably will fart all day. Uh, I would like an armadillo. So if anyone wants to show up, if you're listening to this early, February 18th, we'll be at the Creek of the Cave around 1030. If you have an armadillo and you want to give it to me, please bring it. That's what I want, but please uh, take the electrons out of the tail. <laughs> They're, uh, they, you really only saw them at like four in the morning. So if you're going to get a pet armadillo, just be prepared to go for a walk. Well, I'm not in bed usually till six. So there you go. I can walk my go. armadillo and then I'm going to snuggle with it. I can see you drunkenly all coming home. <laughs> all back. See, it all comes back to Boom. It's all Arm homo. Me armadillo. And my armadillo. SpongeBob. I'm going to name him SpongeBob, SpongeBob. like a real chucharoon. <laughs> Here's this tough-looking uh, animal. So it was worth doing it. You, you uh, suggest this to everybody. I would recommend it. Even if you're not into, you know, you never want to meditate again afterwards. It's, a, it's an experience because I feel like what have people get used to these, like, seven-day life cycles where, like, you just you have your weekend. Weekdays are all the same. Weekend, you drink and you hang out with your friend and you just kind of repeat it and life kind of becomes automatic. You're, like, walking on a treadmill. So it's... It's good just to change everything up and kind of shake it. I say the same thing about like a music festival. It's good just to to just go to a different planet for a couple of days and not worry about anything that's happening. Don't have your phone on you and who cares? Don't all the news that I missed, I'll, I'll get caught up on. I'll be fine. I'm not gonna regret. Get caught up in eight seconds. Exactly. That's how it goes. You now. scroll through Twitter and you just in 120 characters or whatever. Is it 120? 140? 140? Yeah. They changed tomato, it. Tomato. Oh, wow. <laughs> Um, Wait, 37? You're not feeling... I'm getting you're not so excited for your birthday. No, That's, those are the vibes I'm getting. I'm excited. Uh, I have something else coming up two days later that I can't discuss yet. Uh, I'll discuss with you the minute we get off. Colonoscopy. Uh, yeah, that too. Uh, so I'm staying focused. Uh, I'm excited about it. Every year in my 30s represents a number from sports, mostly Celtics. I've discussed this before. 32, I was. Uh, it was pretty unstoppable. I felt like Kevin McHale in the post. 33, who was number 32. 33, I, I thought I was going to be awesome because it was Bird's my hero. I ended up having a close to a mental breakdown. I ended up basically falling hard and having to be rebirthed. Another 33 was Jesus. Mm. So 34, I went to therapy, got myself together. was Paul, a phoenix. That's it. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce the truth. truth. I learned about myself. I was the truth. 35, uh, I've discussed before. That's uh, Reggie Lewis. So I knew that year would be about death. Eight days later, my mother dies, and I lose a bunch of stuff uh, on and off that year. 36, Shaquille O'Neal was a Celtic, came on strong for two months. He was a Celtic? Yeah, his last season. Got hurt. It came crashing down. So, And that was kind of how 36 has been. But the last few months, there's been a upward mobility, which is Marcus Smart now has 36. The rookie, the future of the franchise. Mm. 37, there's no Celtics, but there is the legendary Yankee uh, manager, Casey Stengel. And that means a lot to me because he was a journeyman his whole life in baseball. Mm. And then he ends up with the Yankees, wins a bunch of titles, ends up starting the Mets, basically. I yep. mean, they can't pull off that team without him. He was the draw. Was a character his whole life. Something I have been. I relate to it already, so I'm looking forward to 37. Okay. I already have things in the works. So okay. that's how it is. Uh, if you hear this at time, February 18th at the Creek of the Cave, uh, mad love to Andy and uh, Minnesota John Fatigate, Super Trip, uh, Cacciatore, doing a great job as always. Uh, Donnie, Gabe, everyone here at Stand Up New York, promo code LUST. Mad love to everybody doing their work. Good to have you back. Good to we'll be back. We'll probably discuss a lot more of my meditation on and off. It's 
Great to have you back. And I'm sticking. It's not a religion. I'm sticking to it. We'll get Grant. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about it. Uh, email me. Jamie Lewis Mattern. J-A-M-I-E-L-O-U-I-S Mattern. M-A-T-T-E-R-N at gmail.com. Um, is Buddhism a religion? What is your religion? Do you dabble in several of them? Would mm. you ever do this? Ten days of silence. Is Benji crazy? Is he secretly part of a cult? We didn't get to that this time. Maybe he is. He's going to infiltrate all of us. This could be something like The Strain. Who knows? Give us some yells. Stay gold, pony boys and girls. Next time, Million Prizes.